everybody, and welcome back to the NWHL Fifth Star Podcast. I'm Ken Reichman. Want to start off by apologizing for the long layoff. Obviously, we haven't been on the air as much as we would have hoped over the course of the season, but we are very, very happy to be back just in time for the playoffs, getting you set for the run for the Isabel Cup. Two games this upcoming weekend, St. Patrick's Day, 5.30 at the Harbor Center. You've got the Buffalo Buttes and the Boston Pride up in Buffalo. That's going to be a heck of a game. Those two teams are the only two teams to have ever competed in an Isabel Cup final. So no matter what happens, there will be a new participant for the first time in the Isabel Cup championship game. And that will be decided in game two of the weekend on Sunday the 18th between the Riveters and the Whale, the Metropolitan Riveters, are the only team in the NWHL yet to have won a playoff game in the NWHL. So a chance for them to do it. It's one game elimination. Anything can happen. We learned that last year. The Pride, who were so, so, so good during the regular season, falter in the championship and end up losing to that Buttes team who is going for a repeat this season. So Plenty to talk about and plenty to discuss leading up to the Isabel Cup playoffs. And we've got members from every team on today's show. Kelly Babstock is here from the Whale. Rebecca Russo is here from the Riveters. Emily Field from the Pride. And Amanda Levier from the Buttes all join us on today's show. So we're not going to take up too much of your time listening to me. Let's get straight to that. Amanda Levier is the goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes. And Amanda, you guys go up against the Pride in your semifinal game this weekend. Tell me how you feel personally and how the locker room feels going into that game. We're all pretty confident and pretty excited. It's the first time that Buffalo is ever going to have a playoff game at home. We definitely don't want to disappoint our fans, but we're pretty confident in our game right now. Last time we played Boston at home, Brittany Ott had... An unbelievable game against us. I think she had 48 saves or something. So we know that it's going to be a tough game, and we're just going to focus on ourselves going into this weekend. We have a week full of practices, and we're just excited to get onto the ice this weekend and play our first playoff game against Boston and on our home ice. So obviously you're a defending Isabel Cup champion. Last year you kind of split time with Brianne McLaughlin, um this year though the net has been all yours 12 wins at 918 save percentage and one shutout on the season conveniently coming against the pride so uh, a big improvement for you this year what what clicked in your game well last season was a phenomenal season as well i was so grateful that i got to learn from one of the best goaltenders in the world and one of the best teammates that you could ever have in brianne mclaughlin and she played an unbelievable game last year in the finals against the Pride. And just being able to learn from her going into this year, that has been super helpful. I'm very grateful that I've had the starting role this year. And I'm just excited to go into the playoffs with my teammates. My defense have been phenomenal all season in front of me, especially as of the past few games. They've blocked a lot of shots for me. And <laughs> like I said, I'm just super excited to be a part of this team and start the playoffs this weekend. Interesting uh, topic there. As a goalie, do you like it when the defense uh, tries to get in front of them and, and block them off, or would you rather just see them straight on? You know, that's a difficult question to answer because <laughs> I'm super grateful anytime that my defense do uh, block shots for me when they're in front of me. I like it a lot when they 
end up sliding in behind me like Sarah has mm. done the past few games. If you <laughs> watch the Riveters game, she uh, went down into the butterfly position and just sprawled on the ice, and I think she made a couple saves there. She also did that against the Whale in overtime. She stacked the pads. So I'm definitely super grateful anytime that my defense can come in and block some shots and help me out. There also is a part where they end up screening me, but for the most part, my defense are really good at knowing when they're screening me and then they just block the shots for me. So I don't even have to worry about it. Five games against the pride (laughs) during the course of the regular season, you give up only nine goals. So a little bit less than two goals a game against that team. Have you learned anything from them? You know, picked up any tendencies and what they like to do offensively? Well, our team goes into every game focusing on ourselves and what we have to do to be successful in the past few games that we played them, we've been trying to keep it two or under because we know that they have Brittany Ott in their net and she's an awesome goaltender. So our, our goal as a team is to keep it under two. And we think that if we can do that, we're pretty confident in our offense. And that's what we're going for. I'm just focusing on stopping the first shot. Defense are there to help me out, block shots, clear pucks, do whatever we got to do to get that W at the end of the day. And I'll, I'll just throw one more at you before I let you go. What uh, Take me through your journey last year winning the Isabel Cup and what kind of you know advice or lessons you can bring into the locker room this year to help you guys repeat. Definitely. Last year we won and that was fantastic. We know that that doesn't really have any merit on what can happen this year. But the advice and the lessons that we all learned from each other last year was just focus on what we're doing and be in the present moment. A lot of times you can get caught up in thinking about the outcome of the game and being able to host that trophy, but a lot of times that leads to distractions. So if you're just able to focus completely on what you're doing in the moment, you're not going to have time to think about all those other distractions that can come in. It's truly an amazing feeling to be able to play in the NWHL and to be able to be a contender for the Isabel Cup. and. Having leaders like Bowie and Cheese who played on the team last year, they're definitely going to help our entire team this year through the playoffs and being able to manage our emotions, not getting too high or not getting too low, irrespective of what's going on in the game and just playing to the best of our abilities and just leaving it all on the ice. I know I told you that was your last one, but I lied. Uh, you talked about <laughs> managing those emotions and stuff. Obviously, you guys playing your first ever home playoff game. Tell me what that's going to be like and, and what you have to say to the fans leading up to uh, Saturday. That's going to be phenomenal. Like I said, that's our first ever playoff game at home, and we're super excited that we get to be one of the first teams that will ever step on the ice in the first home playoff game that will bring a little bit of distraction because we will have our own fans and they'll be cheering loud but that's also a positive for our team when we're going to score we know that it's going to be really loud and such a good atmosphere for us to play in and the fans really add another element to the game and it's really special and we're so excited that we get to play this weekend at home and start our playoff run in Buffalo. Definitely. Not a bad problem to have, is it? Yeah, not at all. It's a a blessing. (laughs) Emily Field, a member of the Boston Pride, joins us now. Emily, five goals and seven assists in 16 games for you this year. Going up against the defending Isabel Cup champion, Buffalo Buttes, the first semifinal game of the playoffs 
Tell, tell me what's been going on with the team. How do you guys feel? What's the conversation been? How does the locker room feel? Um, we feel pretty good about it. We're excited to go up there. It's going to be obviously a long trip um, to get up there, but I think it's you know gives us some time to get a little more team bonding in there. Um, I think the team has kind of found our stride the second half of the season, and we're looking forward to going up there and trying to get, do our best to get a win. You bring up a good point there. Game on Saturday. When are you guys leaving? Uh, we are leaving Friday afternoon, I believe. Okay, Friday afternoon. That'll give the, the snow enough time to clear out uh, so this yeah. actually be a road for you guys to drive on. How are you guys holding up with all that stuff? Um, pretty well. I mean, it's it, we definitely got it. We got pounded with snow <laughs> last night and yesterday, but it's not too bad. You guys go 1-4 against the Buttes during the regular season, but those games were pretty close, uh, including two overtime games. One ended in a shootout, one in overtime. Um you know, what did you learn over the course of the regular season against these guys, and, and how are you going to carry that over into the playoffs? Uh, I mean, I think we definitely just learned that they, they battle hard. They work the full 60 minutes. They're not going to roll over or give anything to anyone. Um, and so I think that, you know, our team just has to know that and, and use that to our advantage to know that, you know, we have to go as hard as we can for as long as we can. Um, and I think we've, you know, we found that they have some pretty strong defensemen that we need to um, be sure that we're watching up on the blue line because they can get tricky. So you're in your third NWHL season. You were an all-star this year. Uh, obviously, you were part of that uh, that pride team last year that was so good during the regular season and then kind of stumbled in the playoffs. Uh, obviously, you guys didn't have the same success this regular season that you did last year, but you know uh, that one game can mean anything in the playoffs. So how do you take that knowledge and that experience and, and kind of you know scream it from the mountaintops in the locker room get everybody to listen yeah i mean i think that we it kind of have an advantage in that sense where there's a decent amount of us on the team this year who were a part of that team last year that that knows that it only takes one game um and being a lower ranked team in the game having to go all the way up to buffalo if we know that it really just takes one game and if we can if we can just pull out this one win we can move on um, so I think we all need to hold on to that and, and remember what it was like to be on the other side of it. Now, obviously, like like I mentioned, you guys off to a tough start this year. You went 0-4 to start the season, but you won the last two of your three games of the regular season. So what clicked there at the end? Um, I think we just started, you know, getting to, getting along better as a team. Um, took the time to get to know each other. It's a little bit late in the season, obviously, to do <laughs> that, but um, better late than never. I think, you know, we're just kind of having a little bit more fun with it um, and realizing, you know, like we all play the game because we love it. So let's get back to that and figure out, you know, how to play from there. How do you make sure that the younger players on your team kind of prepare themselves for playing playoff hockey on the road? That's not easy. Um, it's not easy, but, you know, even the younger players, they all came from college, obviously, where they were playing on the road, um, you know, 50% of their game. So they should be semi-accustomed to it. Um, it's a little bit different post-college where you might have other extracurriculars going on a little bit more than you did in school. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I think, you know, the most of us try to have fun with it and not make it too boring. So, it's, <laughs> you know, that can be a long trip up there. All right. And give me a, a little bit of insight. Who do you think uh, on the pride, other than yourself, of course, is is the game changer for this weekend? Who do you think we should keep a keep an extra close eye on? Um, I definitely think that you should keep an eye on on Ott. She always 
pulls through for us. Um, and then I think Sid Daniels. I think Sid Daniels is a breakout player. She can she can shoot the puck. Um, she's a strong player. I think she's coming out ready to go. Kelly Babstock is a forward for the Connecticut Whale, and Kelly preparing for the semifinals game against the Riveters on Sunday. You guys are the second game of the semifinal round. Take me through what's been going on in practice, how you guys have been leading up to this game. We're just preparing for the game. We waited all year for this um, this one game here, so we're super excited. Um, the girls are focusing on just completing 60 minutes of the game, so that's what we need to do to be successful, and we're preparing that way to play every minute. Now, you guys played the Riveters five times during the course of the regular season. You went 0-5 against them. But in your last two games against the Riveters, they were quite close, a 4-2 loss and a 3-2 loss. Did, did maybe something click in those last two games? Do you guys feel a little bit more comfortable going up against them this time around? Uh, I just think overall we've got improved as a team um, um, throughout the first, the beginning of the season to uh, the last couple games we played against them. So just improving every day and getting better every day is what helped us lead to such close games. And um, I think we built some confidence knowing that we only lost by one goal and um, we just need a couple of lucky bounces our way. And um, I think we're going to have a good game. Right, I mean it's the it's the playoffs and it's a, it's a one game elimination, so anything can happen here. I mean, you guys started the season two and two before then losing eleven uh, of twelve to finish. How do you guys get back to the way you were playing at the beginning of the season? Just focus and prepare. Preparing um, is what's key in these games. If we let up, then they're a good hockey team and they'll take advantage of anything that we give them. So just focusing on not giving them any chances and opportunities and minimizing those um, as much as we can. And um, that will probably lead us to success here. How important is it for you guys to get off to a fast start on Sunday? You're playing in front of what will probably be a packed house in in the Barnabas Health Hockey House down in uh, New Jersey. So, how, how important is that for you guys just to quiet that crowd early on? Not letting the Riveters score first. Um, that's their goal. Um, we definitely want to try and shut them down. They are very skilled offensively and defensively, so um, getting in their face will definitely help them and the crowd uh, quiet down. You guys played the Riveters five times during the course of the regular season. Only six goals for you guys in those five games. What What do you guys have to do to get into the head of Katie Fitzgerald and get her off her game? Um, Fitzgerald's a really good goalie, and um, I think that we just need to put all the pucks to the net and maybe just get um, drive the net a little harder. Play tough hockey. I think that will probably do that, but... We shall see. Rebecca Russo is a forward for the Metropolitan Riveters. And, Rebecca, you guys are the only team in the NWHL to never have won a playoff game. How weird is that, considering how good the Riveters have been for the last couple of seasons? Um, it, it is very weird to the sense that, um, you know, for the past two years since I've been on the Riveters, uh, we have been very good, unfortunately not winning a playoff game. 
thus far throughout the three years that, you know, the voters have been alive here. But, um, you know, it kind of gives us more fire under under our butts to say, okay, we want to be that first team to win a playoff game and make it to the Isbell Cup finals and obviously win after that. So um, it gives us a little grit and more grind and it kind of separates us from the rest of the group. So um, I kind of like it and I'm looking forward to Sunday. Tell me what you think. I'm going to talk a little bit about you before I get into the Riveters uh, mm-hmm. for just a split second. Tell me what you think clicked in your game. Obviously, you're one of the fastest players in the league. We know that. Uh, we've seen you prove it time and time again. Last season, three goals in 18 games. This season, nine in 16. What what happened there? Um, I mean, I kind of took last season uh, into the summer, and I trained really hard, and I kind of looked at that as, okay, I need to – beat that three goals and um honestly it's you know i've been on great lines thus far this season and um i've really clicked with madison packer and um situations on the power play with courtney burke so um you know hats off to my teammates for you know giving me those good passes and plays um but i took into the off season um with a purpose and wanted to come back and be a huge factor to the riveters and i think um, you know, I can give hats up to my teammates, like I said before, but also to the off-season training and um, all that stuff. Now, you mentioned Madison Packer and Courtney Burke. You guys have so many scorers on this team. The top five scoring leaders in the league belong to the Riveters. And then you take into account somebody like Mie Dench, who missed a lot of time this year, coming back for the playoffs. How important is it to get her back? Oh, it's huge. Uh, you know, being down in Florida was a heck of an experience being down there, being able to send the Olympians off to Pyeongchang. Um, you know, seeing me get hurt in that game was really, really sad. Um, but looking forward to the, this game, um, you know, she's going to be a huge component and she's going to help us out a lot. And I'm really looking forward to Sunday's game. Last season, you guys scored 55 goals and you gave up 58. This season, you scored 64, and you gave up 30. That's absurd. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Katie Fitzgerald obviously has been a brick wall for you guys all season. I mean, how how confident are you guys just leading into the playoffs knowing how hard it is to beat Katie Fitzgerald? Yeah, I mean, it's – but the thing is, is you have to get through us as forwards, our unbelievable defensemen, to even get to Katie Fitzgerald. So, um, with our systems, our amazing forecheck and, um, our back checking our neutral zone, you know, we're trying to keep people out of our zone and get shots on net. I, I mean, I think we limit to people, uh, to other teams, you know, under our goals to get, you know, under 20 shots for the opposing team to get on our goaltender. But, um, you know, we are confident, but we're not too confident because you not you don't know what's going to happen in this league. Um, you know, you play each other five, six times each, and you get used to each other systematically and um, emotionally, and you know these other teams. So it's it's going to be a grind, and it's going to be up for grabs for any team this season. Obviously, as you mentioned, it's a one-game elimination. Anything can happen. We learned that last year with the Pride, you know, and with you guys last year, mm-hmm. just how easy it is to you know, one game, one off day, and, and next thing you know, you're out. Without, I, I'm gonna see if I, I'm gonna see what you can do here. Without giving me uh, future Rebecca Russo coach speak, what do you guys need to do on Sunday to win? 
we just have to play our game and, you know, be simple and stick to our systems that Chad is in, has instilled in us from day one. He's an unbelievable coach, and I'm really happy that he's, you know, been a part of this team for three years now. But we just have to play our game and just not think too much because when we think too much, you know, bad things happen and, you know, a loss could come out of that. But just play it simple and just, you know, let it let it ride. How cool is it to play this game at home? Oh, unbelievable. We're going to – I know we're going to have – an amazing crowd. I know it. I think it's going to be sold out. The Riveters fans this season have been unbelievable. You know, last season after the pay cuts, what they did for us, you know, GoFundMe, the bringing people to games. It's, I can go on and on about our fans, and I know I'm not just saying this because I'm a Riveters fan, but they are the best <laughs> fans in the league, and I know that hands down. And if I know you, I know that place is going to be loud because you're going to ask them to turn off the music, aren't you? Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd take – a lot of pride in making the warm-up mix so i would like for it to be loud and i like everyone jamming and getting into the game from from the start so i i i'm so excited i i i'm so excited is there anything better than playoff hockey probably not i think us as hockey fans are probably a little bit biased to that fact but i don't think anybody would really argue that there is nothing better than playoff atmosphere hockey Add in single elimination, which might be the most fun thing in sports, as we're also gearing up for March Madness. I mean, single elimination, right? Survive in advance, survive in advance. That's all you can do, and that's what everybody is going to try to do this weekend. Pride, Buttes, Riveters, Whale, single game elimination. Winners move on to the Isabel Cup Finals. It's going to be intense. And, folks, if you're in Buffalo, if you're near – the Barnabas Health Hockey House, get your tickets. You're going to want to be there. You heard it from Rousseau, and you heard it from Levier. It is going, there are going to be packed houses, folks. It's going to be loud. It's going to be a good time. Great for the family. Playoff atmosphere hockey, single-game elimination, two of the best things in the world outside of maybe ice cream, if you're into ice cream. Uh, I mean, geez, it, that's as good as it gets. So go get your tickets, get there, enjoy it, watch them. It's going to be a blast. So want to, of course, give a very special thank you to Kelly Babstock, Rebecca Russo, Emily Field, Amanda Levier. Thank you guys so much for joining the show, getting everybody geared up for some playoff hockey this weekend. Folks, do not miss it. We will be back to gear everybody up for the Isabel Cup Finals. And to recap this round one of the playoffs, again, apologize for the long layoff, but we're happy to be back just in time. Playoff hockey, here we go. Get ready, folks. It's time. So, again, for all of us here at the NWHL, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Ken Reichman, and we will see you next time.